What's up, Vibe Tribe? Two, 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 two. <laughs> two, 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 two. Namaste. Hey, Eric Kaiser, Spiritual Awakening Podcast. And I just want to do a quick energy update and let you all know what's going on. Um, I could go deep. I'm not going to go deep. I'm going to put a couple links to a Facebook video that will take you deep. It's pretty much going viral right now. I just threw a little bit of money behind it, and it's taken off. And as you see it, you'll see all the all the amazing comments on it, and I feel really good about it. But I'm doing this podcast to tell you, you know, a lot of the books I went through always had the same message that, you know, when your, when your angel comes, you're not going to know, right, who they are. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to left field you. You know, all this time I'm sitting over here, like last week it was Nancy with, you know, becoming the first client and... Man, we would have did some big things together. What a timeline. It was such a beautiful timeline. God, I had it all worked out in my brain. Like, to a freaking T, to the macro, with my kids involved and everything. How everybody's career would have launched off of that. Just little bit of money. It would have took everybody catapulting into the future. But that didn't happen. And I didn't hold any judgment. I just said, you know what? It is what it is. Like... I can't show people the promised land. They can only they can only find out on their own. That's a beautiful beautiful thing about coaching. And I learned my lesson so badly throughout the last two years of certain people coming into my experience, right? Not having the nerve to even invest in anything. They all want to be a part of something, but nobody wants to invest in anything. And it's kind of like me, you know. Uh, I talked to a buddy tonight who uh, we'll get into that, but. I was talking about my 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 road of success, and you know, I've I've made money. I've had the eleven thousand dollar week in the window tent business. I've made a couple hundred grand in a year. I knew what it felt like to just go out and blow money, but you know, I had a bad money blueprint. Even when I was making that money, no shit, people, I was afraid of it. I was. I was giving it all away, giving it to my mom, but I was giving it away in a different way. It was almost like I just I don't know, but. I gave a lot to my mom out of just caring. You know, um, what a ride, guys. I'm glad that y'all got to listen to this. Because literally where I ended up in my mind, and I can just talk about it freely, because I don't know if y'all can even understand it. Right? I believe that only certain people hear the message they need to hear to go even lower. But, you know, I literally probably had the only story out there to date, document it totally, Unless this has been done a million times and we just don't hear about it. That's a possibility too. You know, I look at people like Martin Luther King. And I look at myself and I know who I am now. And I look at my program. I'm like, okay. I remember Martin Luther King. And for some reason he got shot. Shitty. So shitty. Somebody actually gave a shit and they shot him. Damn it. Well, that was my reality. Right? That's what I saw. That's what probably a lot of you saw. But what if I tell you that's not what everybody saw? What if I told you while all that nastiness was going on, when all those white people were doing what they were doing? I'll say that one more time. All those white people were doing what they were doing. So if you are white and you don't understand why black people are mad, maybe you should go to the Martin Luther King Center and find out why they're mad. You know, I didn't know why they were mad. And then I went and I felt like Martin Luther King dove into me. Like, seriously. (laughs) When I walked up to the wall and read that Martin Luther King had met with Gandhi before everything that he did, it all clicked. And I was like, man, there it is. 
Martin Luther King knew that the universe was inside his mind and he could change it. And he was trying to get that message out so desperately before that moment happened because, you know, in his reality, he was pulling as many people with him as he could to get to that next reality, right? And what y'all saw him take a bullet and all that good stuff, it, on that dimensional timeline for the sick brains who, who wanted to create that, created that. And that's what happened. And that's how it always happens. You know, that's how people get themselves taken out. Sometimes they're not really taken out. Neville Goddard, very well-spoken man, died way before his time. Or, or did he? Right? This is the beautiful thing about this experience because it never ends. And when you get to that knowing, you really detach from everything. And when you can detach from everything, you start to really be in, in the moment. The only test I have right now is, you know, my buddy Zeke now. You know, I don't even have to call him what I used to have to call him. Now he's just a buddy. Pain in the fucking ass, but he's a buddy. You know, um, and I feel bad for him because I figured out what his block was. It took a while to look at it, but I found it. And um, I know he wouldn't care if I share his story because his story will be shared anyway. Uh, you know, he had drama hat when he was a kid, but it had nothing to do with that. Just, you know, he was raised as a Jehovah. And when they made the switch over, or basically he didn't, he didn't want to do it anymore. And he walked out of it. And his family dropped him. And to be 19 and just get dropped, I could fucking imagine what that felt like, right? Um, because I came from a family that pretty much dropped. The only person that didn't drop me was my mom. So I relate to him. He is me. He, he is a twin. He's a twin flame. Like, everybody always thinks twin flames are just sex, like, or relationships. Like, he is a twin. Um, he is me. <laughs> to, a, to a T. And, you know... I have to look through that stuff. And when he does something like a 19-year-old kid, instead of being like a father and screaming, I act like a life coach and I say, hey, look, this is why you want to stop doing this because this is what kept you on the street. And I show him the habit and what it did. And then he looks at it and goes, oh, damn. Like, all right, I got it. You know, and we move on. And more good things happen and more good things happen. Well, we all been waiting for the story to end, right? We all been waiting for the high five to Gary Vee. We've all been waiting for these things. And they're here. And how how did the story end? How did the book? How did all this get done? Like, I don't even know what which way I'm going from here right now. I really have no idea. I'm going to have to meditate on this. A lot. Like, I'm going to probably take a week. And just take me and my kids and go, like, sit in Florida. And just really enjoy the time with them and just... What do I want? What I want to do, right? At the end of the day, it's all about your higher self, right? Who's my higher self? You know, the experience you find out, it's not about the money. It's not about none of that. My higher self is a guy that wants to raise my two kids as my two kids, right? Um, I desperately want their mother in their lives, so I'm really working mentally on shifting that reality. Right? I'm pulling her. Come on, Carla. Come on, Carla. Come on, Carla. You got this. You can do it. Find yourself. Right? Because where we're at on these timelines, it's, it's dimensional splits. Right? She's going to have a reality in my life and in, in her life. 
I'll have a reality. It just, it's going to be different, right? Different timelines, different dimensions, different people, different experience, different everything. You know, I had a buddy. And I'm going to call him a buddy, even though, you know, we went to high school together. He was one of them kids that you knew, but you didn't hang out with all the time. But you had a couple good experiences at a party and bumped into him. He just had a good energy. And Mike really did. He always did. And, uh, you know, it was just weird. It's so weird, like, looking back at certain people now and just looking at who they were and what role they played. You know, you hear all this stuff in books. At least I did. And I always say that. Like, I don't know if your content will be the same as my content. I just don't know. I don't think you hear the same thing I hear. I never thought that. I think everything is perfectly scripted for us to get us to the level that we need to be. The people, places, things. You know, Mike went through a lot of trauma. And I always knew Mike was just, he, you could just tell he was going to be that dude that did big things. And we always think that big things are going out and getting money. And we find out that they're not. Because you know what? Mike found out that chasing after money brought him all the other stuff, right? Brought him the loneliness. Brought him the not knowing of who people are, which a lot of success with money does. You know, he, when he moved down to where he lives, he, he moved down. He was worth about $7 million at the time. And he moved down with like a 1989 piece of crap car just because he didn't want anybody to know. And you, it's, it's such a shame because that, the people only live in your mind. You're, you're the poison. You're the problem. Just the way you're raised, the things you've seen, you know, it's the TV you watched. It's when you watch TV and you see people stealing and you see people, how they, how they behave around money. And it gives you a certain feeling about money. It gives you a certain feeling about people and money. And that's what starts manifesting that experience for you. And then that's what you deal with. You deal with those people because now you have the fear of those people. And that fear of those people manifests 10 times faster than anything. That's why we go through life so broken, right? Because we're not attached sorry we're not in touch right we're not in touch with that with that spiritual side and I say spiritual just because I like the word but I don't have any attachment to any phrases anymore anything not even like the word baby like when you realize what baby is it just makes sense you know everybody's so into all these things about astral projection and all this I'm working in the cosmos and I didn't never understood why I didn't resonate with none of it and I mean look <laughs> it's a love frequency and that means that you really have to get the, the fear of anything out of you I meet these women and I try to hold back because I'm like, man, how do I tell my story, right? How do I, how do I even go through this? Because the old story was just, you know, I don't, I will never tell that again unless it's in a book. I decide to write it. But the new story, like, I mean, fuck, like you wouldn't want to know who I was, but you probably wouldn't, you probably, how do I even go about that? Like the old me probably would have slept with you. The new me probably can't even date you because you don't understand me and you think I'm weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. What a catch 22. But, uh, you know, it's sad because people don't respect people for who they are. Right? And that's what I just got to learn in this process of just how bad people look at you just for people, place, and things. 
right? What do you What do you have? What are you obtaining? What's your life like? What's your furniture like? And, and in my reality, I did everything for my kids. So when you come into my life, you walk into my place, and there ain't a bit of furniture in there besides for what's upstairs in my bedroom. And um, that's the way we like it, right? It's It's a better vibration than dealing with kids ruining your stuff. When you understand poverty and what keeps you poor, it's not hard to, like, really realize that I did it the right way. You're supposed to structure your life around your kids, not your, your, your work and cars and all that around your kids. Like it's your kids first and that's it. That's it. All the other shit takes a backseat. Your brand new car backseat, your big ass house that you only use two rooms backseat. Like you don't need none of that stuff, but our ego and the ridiculousness of this reality (laughs) Oh my God, it's so ridiculous when you know how it all works. But anyway, you know how I like to draw shit out. My boy's giving me 50 grand. Yeah, I said it. Just out of nowhere. Hey man, I was meditating at 4.30. I really need to talk to you. Messaging the crap out of me. And I've talked to Mike. And the strangest thing is, Mike was a part of my story as soon as I, as soon as I had my last Kundalini, when I thought I shot myself. And right around the same time, Mike was hanging himself. And his wife found him hanging and saved him. You know, sometimes you got to look at this reality and wonder just how much of it truly is bullshit. <laughs> but, you know, Mike's back. And he needs me, I need him. And uh, sometimes that's just the way the world works, like when you help people, no matter who they are. I enjoy this world. It's amazing. You have to get to where I'm at. Because if you're any like anything like the old me, you're doing it way wrong, way wrong. Don't do it popular. Don't wear this mask. Don't fall for this, this just... Sometimes I just have to do that because this timeline is just... I don't even go shopping no more. Because I refuse to have my vibration tainted at all. You know, I got my videos and all that stuff and it's so funny when you get to where I'm at. Like most people are like, yeah, I can't wait to that moment where I I roll shit and I can sue and I can do all this stuff. And, yo, I got the video. I got arrested I had a mask forcefully put on my face by the police under cameras. I ain't suing them. I wasn't proving anything to anybody but me. I want to prove that I could bend reality. I want to prove that I could get arrested and get out with my mind. I wanted to do all those things. Like, I really did. I just used a mask as my chemical. Do I think it's foolishness? Yes, but it's not my it's not my place to tell you that. It's not my place to tell anybody that. Will I keep doing it in a way of health and wellness? Yeah, because honestly, it's not good for you. And it's not good for you on the simplest levels, like just oxygen. It's not good for you just just the fear factor, the fact it's over your face. The, just it's ugly as hell. <laughs> like the fact it's just like, come on, are you smarter than that? Uh, I often think about the old me at, at this time. And what would he have done? Ooh, he would have drank a lot. He would have had a lot of fun. Probably would have gotten a lot of trouble. Um, but you know, he, he would have had fun. He wouldn't have been wearing a mask. 
he wouldn't have fell for it. He would have been laughing at everybody, but he would have been fighting because he would have been picking on everybody. See, the guy I am now, I kind of pick on people, but in a, in a love manner, like in a please don't leave this reality manner because it's so easy once you know how it works. It's so worth the money. like, And when you've realized what the money is and how fast it goes and comes, it's just, you've got to learn how to use it. you got to learn how to look at it. you got to learn how to just, it's a, it's a, God is that one a learning experience. I went through a lot of negatives last year because of money. A lot of just things that I had to look at and laugh. Like who the hell in like 60 degrees loses their power and laughs about it and then gets it turned back on the next day uh, for free. And it's been free ever since. Shh, don't tell anybody. But you know, just learning how to be humbled and living without the things that you thought you needed and not eating for seven days and holding your breath for four minutes and finding gift cards and rubbing your hands together and saying chants and having money and taking shaman courses and Reiki courses and breath work and controlling body fluid in a way that is just undescribable. I don't even know how to describe it to people. The things I could do with my body, with my mind, just, wow. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I can't wait to the next chapter. I can't wait to, um, settle down a little bit and start enjoying my time with somebody else. Start practicing just things I learned in books and, you know, see if they work because I know the content's content, right? And I know it's all here for a reason and it's fun to play with it. I like learning. It's a good time, but you know, it always tells you that when a student's ready to, that the teacher will appear, right? Man, we get that one so screwed up. We're waiting for these people to show up and shit. And that's where it really screws us up. Because then we'll have people showing up that we're teaching. And we're like, oh, are you my teacher? No. You're the freaking teacher. Because the teacher is just that moment of your life. Where the, where the energy gets you. Where the positive energy finally sneaks around the negative energy. And it pokes you. And it gets in you. And you're like, holy shit. Whew, what was that? You get this new flavor in you. You're, man, that tastes fucking good. Where do I get more of it? And then there it is. It's in knowledge and you find it and you're like, oh my God, that tastes so yummy. And you get more and you get more. And you start watching things happen in your life because the content that you're listening to, the things are happening. So what do you want me to prove now that I can listen to a bunch of content about people becoming famous and how they did it? And I can go be an actor? Is that what you want next? <laughs> what do y'all want? For real. Because all I want is my 11. And I want to go build my tribe. And whoever else funnels into the 11 afterwards, whatever, great. We'll figure out a place for you. But I want the original to be 11 just because my, my energy number, it had a big deal to do with this whole process. When a teacher found me, it took me down a rabbit hole that Jesus... It kept me in. Every week I didn't have my kids. That's all I did, guys. All I did. If I wasn't selling for Legendary, and then after I, after Legendary and that full surrender, come on, you got to admit, that was some some miracle stuff right there. To, to get on the news, right, with a falling down apartment complex, then to go from that to go into not having any job, no money, just watching money manifest week after week, finding it on the ground, having checks come in the mail, just like 
the things and it all happened because the teacher found me right and that teacher taught me so well right and then the teacher did exactly what the teacher was supposed to do and the teacher stepped away and since the teacher stepped away I have gotten my own answers there's a trick guys the first content is your life, the first half. That's everything from the zero to seven. It's everything from the patterns and behaviors and everything you got going on in your life. The second half of the contest is, well, which cookie are you going to take? Was it a sales job that pushed you into the cookie that you got a little bit of personal development and you went down the rabbit hole just a little bit? Was it a drug trip that took you down the rabbit hole? With Tony Robbins all the other speakers, was it a book? There's so many things that grab you and pull you down it, right? But once you get pulled down it, and then you start your conditioning, right? Now you're starting to learn about the real deal things of just life, the way you should live, the Dharma, not what your parents taught you, the real shit. Thou shalt not kill, right? Don't eat animals, people. If you want to stay poor, you can eat, you can eat, eat them. Like, that's why I tell people, you don't want to listen to me, stay poor. Like, you're not rich. What are you talking about? I'm wealthy as fuck. I'm a full-time dad. I work like two hours a day. All my bills are paid. I eat better than anybody I know. I go out to breakfast every single day. I drink expensive coffees. I tip people $10 on a damn coffee. Right? These are things I do. Right? I love my life right now. And I was, I was so satisfied just with the way it was. <laughs> And God's like, no, we're going to disrupt you. Here comes Zeke. Here comes Mike. Here comes all these people. Here comes these people trying to buy into your tent company. What are you going to do, Eric? Are you going to chase the money? I said, no, I'm not. I want a client. I want to change people's lives. I don't want tent cars. I don't even want to teach people how to do it, to be honest with you. But it's a tool. And it's here. And that's why I teach people to use your tools. Would it be cool to teach somebody to do it and give it to them? No. Because I could teach them so much more. Right? Let's remember that. I'm teaching you how to be your best self. Your highest self. Your wealthy self. We're all wealthy. Stop looking at wealth like it's a bad thing. It really bothers me when spiritual people get all aggravated with me. Or like, all you do is talk about success and wealth. and Because I understand it's all connected. It's a universal game, baby. That's why I need a high five from Gary V. I figured it out. It only took me almost two years straight of nonstop <laughs> destroying my mind and putting it back together. But um, we got there, people. And I did it with y'all. And I applaud you, the 23 of you. 23. <laughs> wow, now it makes sense. Son of a bitch. Well. Wow. Well. As I look down, it's 23 seconds or 23 minutes of this podcast on the 23rd with a football number 23 for the Hawks. And a friend of mine wants to give me $50,000. I don't even know how to fathom that. But I could promise you this much. Things in my reality are about to change drastically. I'm doing something I said I was going to do a long time ago. 
and I'm getting my fucking life back. I'm going up New Jersey and I'm shoving my foot up every ass that I can because of this process. And I know I'm going to win because I'm unfuckable with. I was never bad at anything. Ever. None of us are. We just think we are. We're convinced we are. Just like there's 90-something percent of the population convinced that they have to wear a mask. And they have to make fun of other people. And they don't see how much third of the poison. And I said in my life, you know, thank God it's 2020. And I'm doing this again. Because last time I did this, y'all hung me to a fucking cross. <laughs> in your reality. Savages. At least this time around, all you can do is throw angry faces at me on Facebook. <laughs> Friggin' poke me and make fun of me. That's all you can do. You can't throw a stone at me and hit me on frickin' Facebook. Peckerheads. See, I could do that, guys. Because I don't have any judgment of it. It's fun to me. I know what it is. I'm having fun with it now. Play with it. Poke it. Tell it you see it. It's here. All around you. All the time. It's the trees. It's the streets. It's everything. Call it God. But just knowing is the key. And, uh... After you get the key, keep playing a spiritual game. Because there's just so many other people around you just that are that are playing that game. And, you know, they're they're part of your vibration. So for me, I'm gonna call it a game. When I start my YouTube content, I'm gonna teach universal. I'm gonna teach the spiritual, I'm gonna teach the success, I'm gonna teach the neuroscience, I'm gonna teach the sales, I'm gonna teach the feng shui. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach it all because that's what my process was. I'm going to tell people how I cure myself or Reiki, like how I cure my kids, like how my kids won't ever fall down as long as it's just me and them because I don't ever see it. But the second another human being can come in, they, they could take a spill. That's why you have to be so selfish with your space. Understand me? That's what evolution is. Measuring and taking account of everybody you allow in your experience, right? No matter who they are. But doing it with love all love that's all you can use and making the best decision for everybody at all times not just yourself anybody can do that all parties have to be involved that includes the earth <laughs> your neighbors everybody as ralph smart would say the cat down the street or the dog inside my place called bella Anyway, I'm exhausted. It's 3 a.m. I'm normally being woken up by Zig at this time, so I'm going to go get some sleep and get up probably 7 a.m. Or you know what? Probably 6 a.m.? Probably 6. But hey, things are about to get interesting. Don't miss the vlog. My whole show is going to be my life, like the whole entire thing. And there's going to be sideshows and sideshows and sideshows because the main show for me is just going to be a vlog of my life. You're going to see behind the scenes footage of shooting my kids' reality shows and all them things. And, you know, we want to show what real reality is. It's loving people. It's not fighting. It's I want to show people right now how I live and how I got through Corona and how I got through all of it. 
I mean, it kept good enough track with the Facebook lives, but now I want to show everybody like my day-to-day life, what super dad looks like. What's it look like to wake up at six in the morning, leave your house on a bike at 11 o'clock in the morning and not come back until 10 o'clock at night sometimes? What's that look like as a parent? You know what it looks like to me is kids who are going to rip it the frick up when they get older. They don't know any limitations. They have none. None. There's no rules in my family. The only rule is, is we try to respect each other and we love. Does daddy still lose his shit? (laughs) Yes. And now I can laugh about it instead of cry because I know I'm getting better. But yes, there are times where you have to be the authority, right? The correct answer is no. You don't ever want them to see that. It's just, it doesn't work. You have to become who you need to become inside of you for everybody to become who they need to become. They're not going to be you. They're just going to be a really good reflection. Right? And they're not going to be perfect. They're still going to make mistakes. They're still going to have accidents. It's just a part of the process. Don't write them off just because they're not perfect. Because I can promise you, out of 23 people who listen to this podcast, nobody here right now is perfect. Nobody. You never will be. So don't ever try to be. As long as you don't try to be, there's no stress. Stop caring what everybody thinks. I've been walking around with a broken tooth since New Year's of how long has it been? I just, I just, you know, that was that's a self love thing. But you know what I'm saying? It's just, I still don't care. I want it fixed for me, not for somebody else. You know, and that's where you got to get in life. You got to get back in touch with you. See, that's what we lose as we go through the process. We lose us. Because the experiences that we signed up for are kicking our asses. And yes, again, you signed up for all of it. You knew you were going to do all of it. But now that you hear my podcast, and I know that I explain it in a way that nobody has ever explained it before, just go love yourself. The rest of it will come around. And then you'll see that you're just, you're nothing. I love y'all. Peace out.